Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Okay, Kevin. All right, guys. Well, let's tell a little tale about a man in court. You know, the Zoom calls have changed the world of, you know, our legal system right now and the fact that people have been able to do a lot of their stuff through Zoom calls now. And I talked to uh, Judge Tony Hazel, the Honorable Judge Tony Hazel, and he was saying there are things about it that have been very, very positive in the fact that... I imagine. I was thinking uh, the same thing. Yeah, the, some things very positive, some things also not as great, but... It was just interesting to hear him talk about it and say that there were some things that were really good. Like one thing that's really dumb is you used to have to, when you filed a restraining order mm-hmm. against someone, you both appear in court together. Yeah, it seems while weird. You were try- yeah. It's just I mean, awkward. I get it. You're trying like, to do both side thing, but yeah. Yeah, and it's like the awkward thing where it's not comfortable for either person. Like that being done by a Zoom call is going to be a lot better. Uh, so they're just interesting things that have come from it. The greatest thing that has come from Zoom calls in the courtroom is, without a doubt, I'm not a cat. That video was one of the most wonderful things this world will ever see. Yeah, that was great where the attorney accidentally had used his, was it his secretary's computer? Yep, and And she she had had filters. filter uh, that turned the man, the old man's face into a cat. And for the judge and the other attorney to see, and now all the world as it's been shared, you know, a million times on the internet. But it was a great moment. This one, not quite as great. A plastic surgeon attended his traffic court hearing over Zoom from the operating room as a patient was under the knife. Oh my, yikes. Uh, he said he had to appear in the traffic court, and he did not want to miss it, so he was doing the right thing by making sure that he was there. Yikes. I feel like that shouldn't be allowed. Uh, the judge said, are you available for trial? It kind of looks like you're in an operating room right now. And he said, I am, sir. Yes, I am. I'm available for trial. Oh, my gosh. So it was almost like did he I, let am him- not a, I am not a cat, and I'm ready to proceed. It was I'm not a cat. Thing. I'm a surgeon. I'm a surgeon, and I'm ready to proceed. Like, does the judge have the right to say that you can't do it at that point for the safety of the patient? I don't know. Right. How does that work? Y- yeah, they were like, um, unless I'm mistaken, I'm seeing that the defendant is in the middle of an operating room appearing to be actively engaged in providing services to a patient. Is that correct? And he says, yes, sir. Oh, gosh. Guilty. <laughs> just, just, and it doesn't even matter what he's charged with at that point. The judge then said, I do not feel comfortable yeah. for the welfare of a patient if you're in the process of operating Good for him. that I would put on a trial withstanding what is going on today. Yeah, that, good, good for the judge. Well done. He said, uh, We got another surgeon here so he could take care of, you know, I can do the court stuff while the other surgeon oh takes over the gosh. procedure. The judge says, how about we reschedule for March 4th and you clear your calendar, okay? Wait, what was he on trial for? Uh, Traffic ticket. Oh, my gosh, of course, this guy. So, you know, he's just thinking, listen, it's no big deal. I'll just appear, give him my thing that, hey, I, you know, I'm not guilty. I have a feeling this surgeon thinks nothing's a big deal. Ah, not Do a big you think? Deal. Yeah, not a big deal. Ah, judge, I'm just going to go. I think so little of you and your time and your silly little ticket. 
I'm just going to keep right on working on this person who's out and has their life in my hands. Right. Let's go. And, you know, plastic surgeon makes it a little bit better, right? Well, Maybe because no, it's not No, because the person's life's... still out no. under an anesthesia. You're right. Jay, so, I, I was trying to go, well, it's not like it's open heart surgery well, where he's not, but still. saving a man's life. He's maybe just fixing someone's nose. But you'd still probably like your doctor to pay attention while you're under. I yes. would. I, yes. Let's see a show of hands. Yes. <laughs> Looks unanimous. What do I feel like this is going to be on an episode of Botched? <laughs> where... This person who was under the knife of the doctor who appeared on a Zoom call. And good job on the judge, too, for just saying, yeah, no, I, I'm not doing that yeah, today. Good, let's, good for that Let's judge. reschedule. Let's reschedule that. Uh, the Medical Board of California has taken interest in I this I imagine case. they have. Good for them. Yeah. He's made a bigger problem for himself. I'd really? rather see it on Judge Judy, Kevin, than anything else, because I think she could handle it pretty well. Oh, yeah. That's the way to do it. Have the other judge come in and do his side and then have this guy come in and just let her have it. She probably would not have put up with that. What do you think? Nah, I think think there have been some circumstances. He'd probably have to pay the fine for the traffic ticket, I'm guessing. Yeah, so keep it up, courtrooms and your Zoom calls and people just continuing to be completely ridiculous. It. It makes me, the cat thing was funny. This one is just ridiculous, but also <laughs> made me laugh. Like, Story <laughs> number two. Okay, as life starts to return to a little more normal, where some things are opening here in the state of Washington, where we're able to go into restaurants now, a lot of kids back to in-school learning today. That's a big one, right? A lot of schools uh, back to yeah. that today. Yeah, my son yeah. has to go back for the first uh, Monday in a year. Yeah. Okay, so it's a big deal. There are some things that are starting to return to a mm-hmm. little bit of normal. Would you like to know where the safest indoor activity for you to attend is? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, here it is. First of all, they say a couple things. That are not as safe going out to eat, getting a haircut, shopping, food, uh, shopping or the gym are all things that are not as safe as going to a museum. According to the Berlin Institute of Technology, (laughs) the risk of COVID-19 infection is far lower in museums than it is in supermarkets, restaurants, offices, gyms, public transportation, or anything else. They have deemed it the safest indoor activity (laughs) for you to do during COVID-19, a museum. I imagine very simple to keep six feet apart when no one's there. (laughs) Right. And... Is that Go where we're in healthy? Come out with a case of boredom nineteen. <laughs> right. <laughs> now we've got just boredom nineteen spreading like wildfire. Gosh, honestly, a museum. Uh, I was like, oh, this is good. They're going to tell us the safest things to do indoors, and I thought I- I'm willing to see what they say. Berlin Institute of Technology. That probably pretty smart people there. Is this, is this a self-serving study? To get people to come to the Berlin Institute? <laughs> I don't think so because they're not a museum. Oh, they're not. They're just a no, higher learning. Yeah, they're okay. I think an actual college. It sounded you know? like maybe they were also a museum where it's like, hey, the Smithsonian said oh, by the way, right? yeah, the stop safest by here. place to go. I mean, of the, my top ten list, yeah. I think, of things that I missed. 
places I've missed going in the, during the pandemic, museum is not on that. Is it on yours? What, what's our closest museum of note? Is it the Seattle, the one in Seattle? Where they have the rock and roll music stuff? Is that the closest well, yeah, th- that's big a, museum? Yeah, big one for sure. I mean, there are some local ones here, right? Like some little ones? Uh, like, the Mobius right here. Is yeah, that a museum a, or a kid's playland? You know, it's funny, Slim. I think it's there's technically the, a museum, but I think yeah, I understand what you're saying. It feels like a what's playland. What's the uh, Mac or whatever it's called? Uh, that's that the is, one. The Mac down there in, in Brown's yeah. Edition. Shout out Mac. Shout out Brown's Edition. We are I would like to walk it back and say guys. we have the biggest museum right here. Yeah, we are big museum guys. I believe also a train museum in. Uh, oh, where is Reardon. that? Sh- is that where out it is? By Reardon, yeah. There's a train museum out there. It looks more outdoors though, so it's probably even safer. Oh, that thing's got to be so. We safe. went to a train museum on Friday night. What? I'm sorry. Yeah, we went to get dinner and we chewed, chewed. <laughs> oh my gosh! Knocked that one right out of the park. <laughs> Oh, man. That was actually great. That is just too much. (laughs) Northwest Museum of Arts and Agriculture. Whoa. Is that here or is that the one? That is here in Spokane right now. Look at that. If you were to go down there, dressing the Abbey, that is going on through May 2nd. And you can see the iconic wardrobe of Downton Abbey Mm. on display over there at the Mac. So that's actually really cool because that's a really popular show. Where is that? That's down in Brown's Edition, so it is hmm. that's, just that's, a couple blocks south of Coeur or north of Coeur Park on Riverside. Riverside's one of the, the gotcha. streets that it's okay. bookended by. The Northwest Museum and the Mac are the same thing, yes? Yeah, yep. Northwest Museum of, of Arts and Culture. There you go. Okay, I got you. Mac. Making sure that I knew my museums. I felt like I was not museum-friendly at the moment. I don't, would not mind going to there, but I would like to take my sons with me so I could be a Mac Daddy. I mean, yeah. By yes. the way, did you guys know? Not as good as the choo-choo, but I still loved it. That is day one of something that we are going to do, which is known as March Dadness. I'm sorry? March Dadness. I just was going to tell you guys about this earlier. March Dadness is here. And that will be a dad joke once a day. Uh, only once? Each one of us gets one. Okay. Yeah, one featured dad joke for March Dadness. Kevin and I have used ours. Jay, you are still on the hooks. Gotcha. <laughs> Do we want to feature it always during the 8 o'clock news? I think it's just whenever you're feeling it, and then okay. you have to Fair. finish it by saying, Happy March Dadness, well, so I that get. we know we can log the the joke and then so people at home know they don't have to hear another one from you <laughs> not for a full 24 and so hours. then that's it you can't do another one the rest of the show no nope fair boy that's march dadness it's here the jay and kevin show jay daniels it's right. tricky to cut bread yeah cutting bread is a, is a very intricate science cutting cheese easy cutting bread hard that's a great point kevin james well, that's the greatest thing since sliced english muffin bread the jay and kevin show on the big 99.9 coyote country beat the show it's time to beat the show beat the show it's time to beat the show hey beat the show it's time to beat the show step right up it's time to beat the show what beat the show it's time to beat the show who beat the show it's time to beat the show where beat the show it's time to beat the show step right up it's time to beat the show good morning cheryl 
Good morning. How are you today? Oh, hanging in there. Okay. We'll find out if you're... We're going to find out if you are a show beater today. Slim, what does Cheryl need to know about our little trivia contest? We celebrate museums today. Museums. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Cheryl, who are you challenging? (laughs) Kevin. Kevin. Okay. She doesn't seem happy with the uh, topic, but that's okay. No. Yeah, be happy with your choice, though, because I don't think I know anything about museums either, so we might be in the same boat, Cheryl. Okay. All right. All right, Cheryl. Kevin's going to run away for a little bit, and he'll be back. In the meantime, you're going to get 60 seconds to answer these seven questions. Cheryl, pass if you need to. We will will get back to questions you pass on if time allows. Here we go. In Night at the Museum, Cecil, the security guard, or Cecil, how does it, Cecil or Cecil? Cecil, the security guard, is played by who? Oops, gosh, dang it, my bad. I accidentally did the wrong good. thing. Not at museum. Apologize. Cecil, the security guard, is played by who? Cecil, the... Okay. What character famously said about that artifacts, quote, belong in a museum? Yeah, you know that? <laughs> Uh-oh. This is like a game of telephone. I don't know, Pat. Delu is located in what country? Delu. God, I'm not going to call. What was that? Did you jungle Book. That? Did you say Jungle Book? <laughs> okay, Delu is located in Jungle Book. Okay, I'm going to put that down for Jungle Book. Okay, the Smithsonian American Art Museum is located in what city? I don't know. Gosh, I have to get to you guys when we are in random. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> he would have corrected. I thought I heard balloon. <laughs> oh, she thought. She thought. She because again, it was like you know a game of telephone slim. I said. Oh, this is horrible. Yes. But that is why telephone laugh. is a fun game for it kids. It is fun. Yes. It's not as great on Beat the Show, but it is fun for kids. Hello, well, boys. Hello, Kevin. I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, Kevin? Yes. This will be interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Kevin, I got, a got seven right trivia here. questions coming your way. We start with this. In Night at the Museum, Cecil, the security guard, is played by who? Oh, uh, um, Dick Van Dyke. What character famously said that artifacts, quote, belong in a museum? What character? Uh, something something stupid Sherlock Holmes would say. Okay, what about something really cool that Indiana Jones would say? Dang it. Because he you would agree Sherlock or uh, Indiana Jones is cool, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. The Lou is located in what country? Ah, uh, that is Paris, France. Nice. The Smithsonian American Art Museum is in what city? Washington, DC. The Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle opened in what decade? Ooh, wow. You know, it's weird. To th- I was going to say 90s, but it's got to be probably 2000s. The Art Institute of Chicago is featured in what famous John Hughes movie? I'm, we are out of time. Neither person made it through said. all the questions. Can, can you read me that question again? Because I did not hear what you said. The Art Institute of Chicago is featured in what famous John Hughes movie? 
Oh, um, serendipity. Okay, I'm gonna put you down for it. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll let you. Well, we'll we'll work through them. In Night at the Museum, Cecil the Cecil the security guard is played by Kevin. You got this one right. That is Dick Van Dyke. Yes, they passed, and so it is one zero. Good job, Kevin. What character famously said that artifacts, quote, belong in a museum? Kevin guessed Sherlock Holmes. Cheryl passed. It was Indiana Jones. The Louvre is located in what country? They thought on the phone, Kev, they, th- they, thought, they thought I said Baloo. And they guessed <laughs> the Jungle Book, which is hilarious and is going to get point. them one point. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get a point. Absolutely get a point for that. So Because that is correct. Baloo is and from the Jungle Book. it's also knowing they're on I mean, like they knew it was you, and they just Absolutely. figured Baloo. Of yeah. course, he's talking about Baloo. Yes, Jun- Absolutely. Jungle Book, Ke- the famous museum. Kev, you somehow got it, and you said France. Well, I mean, not somehow. You knew it, doggone yeah, it. That's maybe one of the only museums I know of. You knew it, Emmett. Well. Two to one <laughs> is the score right now. Kevin in the lead. The Smithsonian American Art Museum is in what city? Kevin James again. They missed this one on the phone. Kevin said Washington, D.C., which is correct. He takes a 3-1 lead. Now, the gals, the gals playing did not get to the rest of the questions. So Kevin has a 3-1 lead with a couple of rounds potentially oh to, to taunt a bit. The Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle opened in what decade? Kevin James worked through it. It took all of his time off the clock, but he did get a right answer with the 2000s. It was opened thanks to Paul Allen in the year 2000. It was named something else at the time, but now it is the Museum of Pop Culture. 2000, Kevin gets the wow. point. He's up 4-1. Impressive, the art, the art Institute of Chicago is featured not in Serendipity, but <laughs> in the, where they skip school, play a little hooky-hooky in Chicago, oh. Illinois, that being Ferris Bueller's Ferris. Day Off. Huh. Dang it. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Uh, it is 4-1, and we go to the final question. Neither of you got to this one. The International Banana Museum. Hmm. Is what? found in what Pacific Standard Time Zone U.S. state? What do you think? What do you think? Ah, uh, wow, that's a Pacific Time Zone. I'm going to say yeah. California. They slip up a lot. Jay, it is California. A. It is California. It didn't matter. We didn't get to that last question. Kevin is going to get the Monday win today and beat the show. Kevin, congratulations. That was well done. Ah, thank you. Uh, Cheryl, sorry about that. Uh, even with the telephone version, it was a little tough today. The Jungle Book was hilarious. Was I mean, hilarious. you got a point for that. That made me laugh. That that was awesome. And she's out of here. She was like, yep, you know what? That was fun, but we didn't do that well because we couldn't hear very well because we were on speakerphone and we were both talking at the same time. So, uh, Kevin, congratulations. You kicked off the week with a win. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Growing up, all I ever knew was Tabasco and didn't know there was any other. And then realized, oh, there's 800 million different kinds. Kevin James. Once someone made the first bottle of hot sauce, it spread like fire. See, hot sauce. I get what you did. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. All righty then, stat of the day time. Fellas, let's get in your cars. Everybody, everybody get in their cars, at least mentally, because we have some car statistics for you. And we start with this. The question was asked, what is the most important thing to keep in your car? Now, this blew me away that it was the answer. And I don't know where this survey was held, but it might have been right here in Spokane. I couldn't believe this was the answer. I don't think it's the right answer. I do think it's a great answer. But if I ask you guys, what is the most important thing to keep in your car? I need everyone to text an answer in right now. 434 
If I was to ask you that, what would you say the most important thing to keep in your car is? Jay Daniels. Well, prior to your lead-in, I would have said a 2021 answer would have been a phone charger. That's a great answer, period. Very, very useful for many things. One, it charges your phone. And a lot of times that phone charger cord can tap right into your in your car stereo and Mm -hmm. maybe bypass Bluetooth or anything like that. So you get that nice wired in connection Mm -hmm. with the phone charger. I I think that's a fantastic answer and one that I believe should be higher than the answer that was given. Kevin James, what is it? Well, with kids in my life right now, I would say napkins or wipes are the Mm, number one answer. Very good answer, Kevin. Okay. I think both of your answers are technically better than the answer we're about to say, but I will say this. This answer is not a terrible answer. Okay. It's just it's not a terrible answer. It really it isn't. But Kevin, napkins. Napkins are the most underrated thing someone could ever have in their car, whether it's for blowing your nose or wiping your hands and face off from a yeah. little bit of food you got to drive through. If you have napkins in your car, you are a pro car owner. Also in an emergency can be used as toilet paper, just saying. Well, you know, I didn't want to bring it up, Jay, but it's a you know emergencies that's a really happen, good point. Slim. They do. Heck yeah, and, <laughs> and and the person who has the napkins to bail out themselves oh. or someone in their car in that oh. situation is for you're forever indebted to that person. You're a even hero. If it's yourself. That, that's what a hero is known as. That's correct. That is correct. Wait, you have napkins. You're my I'm a hero. hero. Yeah, I am a hero. <laughs> right? my, I am just jam packed <laughs> full of them. Kevin, it's so sad. I I. Lost hero status last week because I, oh. I used the napkins that were in the, the center console. So currently I'm an anti-hero. Oh, okay, so here's some answers off the That's text line. That's a sticky situation. Jumper cables is great. Okay, wait, hang on. Wait. wait. Oh, wait. Was, was that, that Oh, uh, Welcome. Wait. Welcome to March Happy, Dadness. Happy March Dadness. Happy March Dadness. Thank you. I, I, that, thank you. We, it's March Dadness. Each one of us get one dad joke a, a day. Throughout the month of month of March, Jay, that was really good. That's a sticky situation. That's yeah. a great dad joke. Okay, here are some of the answers off the Hazard Fabworks text line. Jumper cables. That's okay. a great answer. Yeah, one I was thinking of at first, Safety and then I first. went with napkins. True, truly, another kind of another form of hero. For sure, yeah. You definitely oh, yeah. you could literally rescue someone. Okay, how about this one? Where where do we where do we stand on this one? The coffee stand punch card. Huh. Uh, overrated. My coffee stand has my card on the fridge in the coffee stand. It's that's better. It's hilarious. I love that. It's the best. I love that. One time Kevin told me we were going to the same coffee stand for a very long time when we used to drive into work, and this coffee stand was on my way into the building. Kevin told me, hey, the the girl at the coffee stand told me to tell you, you have three free coffees or two or three free coffees at the place because they had been keeping our punch cards in the building, yeah. like Kev said, on the, on the refrigerator. So and I had no idea, so I was super excited and jazzed to go take advantage of it. But then I was too chicken to say, hey, I think I've got a punch card in there. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> Kev had mentioned it, and so it was then awkward. Like, right. What do you do? Okay, flashlight. Where, where are we on a flashlight compared to some of the other items we've um, said? Again, I mean, phone has one that's pretty right. darn good now, so I would say... Yeah. I agree. A flashlight, I always have it in my pocket. A little less, little less useful these yeah. days. Water. What about water compared Ooh, to water's... we've got napkins on the board, we've got the phone charger on the board, jumper cables. Where's water? It is one of my favorite things to have mm-hmm. in the car is sometimes I just have a case of water in the back oh, just, wow. just to have it with Isn't me. Isn't that freezing That's in the great. winter? 
Yeah, it Ooh, can, Jay. And in the summer, it gets hot, and then you get all the chemicals, and you're going to die. I heard about that a lot this summer. <laughs> uh, by the way, you're sorry. not letting the girls drink that, are you? No, no I never no, would no, think no, of no, that. No, no. Of girls, not. girls, girls, no. dump that out. I keep it in a cooler. Fellas, people are way into your answers, and no one has said the answer that apparently wherever this survey was taken was the answer. Now, again, I agree with Ooh, this I because when one. you it is awesome, and mm. when you don't have it, you feel useless. The top answer was an ice scraper. Huh. Right? That's a really weird answer. But we up here in the Pacific Northwest have all been in a situation where your windows are are iced over and you need to get somewhere in sort of a timely manner. And now you've hit total panic on how do I get this ice off? Because I can't sit here for the defroster and we don't have CDs anymore. (laughs) Or cassette tape cases. Right. And this Kleenex just isn't going to do the job. If I use my driver's license one more time, I'm going to have to get a new license. This thing's all banged up. So what do we think about that answer? The ice scraper. Again, if you go by an emergency when you really need it, you need it. But I always feel like you could just sit there long enough and let let the car run. Yeah, it is something that you got to have no doubt about it but is it are there other options that can meet the goal and i think there are yeah yeah now let's let's just go through the other ones like you said phone charger no there are no other options napkins no Eh, tough your clothes maybe but that's a bad thing yeah but you can't no i I don't think that counts you don't want to wipe your hands on the seat cover like you just you just don't want to do it yeah, jumper cables. There is no other. No option. other answer. No. no. Uh. You could scraper? scrape your windows with other things. Correct. I've used my fingers before. You know where you just kind of like just kind of. Uh, you do not want to do that, but it, it, you're right. You could get by with it in a glove. Well, I, I'm enjoying some of the yes, of course. I'm enjoying some of the other things that are coming in here. Let them, let us know what are the more important things in an ice scraper to have in your car. Not saying an ice scraper is unimportant. Just. Maybe not the most important. I will give a shout-out to the 208 texture who said cherry juice. <laughs> Duh.